It's on the wonk as well. Oh, what the fuck? But I think that's us, isn't it? Oh, Maybe. Slightly wonky's our, yeah, our thing. There you go, wonky donkey. Right, hello everyone. We're at the other end of the shop this time, so yeah. we shouldn't be distracted. too distracted. I can't see outside because there's a light in my face. Yeah. It's, it's, nice. it's really quiet out there anyway, so I think we're alright. It's because it's not sunny, is it? Fucking hell, I'm stressed. Like, busy. <laughs> well, take a breath. Just having a swig of um, zero sugar, no calories. This is Sprint. a this is a leisure activity, so yeah. relax. I feel like I need to take my shirt off. I'm so relaxed. Need to relax. Oh. We've been rushing around, getting the delivery in, and trying to get ready for this podcast. Okay, uh, right, right, right. Here we go. La la la. Jez. Yes, Steve. If you go around my parents' house, mm-hmm. my mum. Mm-hmm. We'll happily show you a healthy-looking undershrub. <laughs> Would she? It's the Fair Rockstar Club. <laughs> hey! Undershrub, you're gonna to have to explain that one. I assume you mean it's it's a um, some sort of plant flora action. It's like shrubbery, which is like low lying. It doesn't grow very high, so it's like a kind oh, of like okay. a, a filler for the the dirt area. Like a <laughs> so white like gardener's world in there now. Like weeds. No, like it's fancy like weeds. no, it's like a pop up like a shrub, but it's like an undershrub, so it's like a deliberately grow, it doesn't grow high, so it it's like a space filler for like areas where you've got a lot of space to fill. And you can kind of oh, put okay. some, is it pretty? Strawberry green. Mm. It's like off a little. It's a it's an annual thing, so it won't doesn't die down. Oh, okay, a perennial. It's not a It's a it is a perennial, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Hi guys, um, welcome <laughs> to Gardener's World. <laughs> Some top content right there. We've had Rockstar Club podcast podcast that talks to musicians about mental health, positive well being, and their journey in music. And we like to think of it as a bit like a crap. Peter Crouch podcast. Do we? Well, I do because it's kind of like the same. It's like when Peter Crouch speaks about. Well, that's true. He's he's his kind life of lost football. his. Do you think you don't like the new series, do you? Where it's kind of lost its sort of structure. The well, the first season was cool because it was every episode had a kind of topic, which is kind of like what I think about this one, isn't it? It's like everything mm-hmm. has a little topic, yep. and that's the kind of basis for the podcast. But now I think they've run out of topics on the. That's what, yeah, that's what I mean. It's kind of lost its structure a little bit, and now they seem to be relying on celebrity guests. Yeah, well, a bit more. Yeah, we don't have that luxury. No, we certainly don't. So we've got to stick to. We a, have to rely on our wit-tested structure and our wits. That's right. Yeah. So, Jez, um, I want to ask you: Where are we? Who are we? And where can you find us? So we are in Best Days Vintage, our very own shop, and you'll notice that we've relocated to the back of the shop where we've got this lovely Field Rockstar Club light box. We wanted a neon sign, but we couldn't afford one, so we went for the second choice, the light box. Yep. Uh, if you listen to it on the podcast, you, you can't see it anyway, but... Yeah, p- picture it. Picture it, if you will. It's neon pink. 
mm-hmm. on black. It's beautiful. beautiful. We've had some good old times at the back of this shop, haven't we? Oh, have we? Have yeah. we? <laughs> not, well, not sexual times, but we've done some good we things at the back that. of this shop. We've had gigs here. We've had bands well, playing here at the back of the shop. Anorak Patch. They played at the back of this, this shop. On this very... This hallowed area yeah. section. Well, so and this is where the till used to be. Yeah, yeah the till so. used to be here. You've had some good time sitting here behind oh, the till. Well, sometimes I wouldn't wear any trousers behind the till. Yeah. It was a very high till. Yep. So I think of it as a very free place. Our brother had some good times, didn't he, in this section <laughs> of the shop one evening? So he says. Yeah. So he says. I mean, we, we weren't privy to that. Um, um, yeah, so yeah, it's a nice, it's a nice little area. I like, to, I cherish this a little bit. Yeah, and we're surrounded by failed rock star club merch, and you know, so I'm wearing a little bit of it. You are. That was a deliberate choice. Yeah, nice. Good I'll for tell you. you for why. Okay. Because it's cool. So that's the wear. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I'm Jez, and that's Steve. Steve uh, Bobby. Steve and Bobby Hurdle. Yeah. Being honest, what was the other part of the question? Where can where, you find us? Where can you find us? Promo. I know you can well, find us right now in the back of the shop. Yeah. But. That's meant to be if like, you're looking on the internet, yeah. you'll find us everything you need will be at bestdaysvintage.co.uk, yep. including telling you what social medias we're on, which is all the big ones. Yeah, best Day t- Vintage. T- t- best Days Vintage in, in any search bar, you'll f- you'll find a way to us very um, very easily. Didn't someone's type in an old company name and it connected to a Japanese porn site? Yes, that happened, but that wasn't. Best, oh yeah, it was, wasn't it? Bone bag. Bone bag. But did he typed in best days Or did he type in the address? He typed in something. And I think he typed in our the address of our warehouse. Mm. And when he clicked on the website that was linked to that address, it was uh, type on. Yeah, lovely. Classic. Which has since been amended. Re- so it's we, now Japanese porn. God knows how long that was like that. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I don't think it affected no, business. Yeah, if yeah. anything, yeah. probably a boost. All right, so there you go. So thank you for that. So just so everyone's aware of um, yeah. early doors now. Um, um, so I want to ask you, we are on the cusp of pubs opening in yeah. the country. We're less than a week now. Yeah, how do you feel about that? Well, are you going to be rushing Saturday 11pm? No, even? definitely not, because I'm working, for one. Oh, sure. Yeah, <laughs> but two, I wouldn't have gone anyway, because you know the first day and the first sort of wave it's going to be... It's going to be undesirable, isn't it? It's going to be all the people who've been at home beating up their wives. Or husbands. Let's be equal. Uh, And skinheads. I'm talking skinheads. I'm talking baldies. I'm talking men who walk down this very street with their tops off at the very first sight of the sun. Come in the shop, still tops off. Mm -hmm. Disrespectful. They'll all be at the pub on Saturday, so I don't want to be there. How long do you reckon you'll give it then before I'll you'll give go it to t- pub? Till Sunday. <laughs> no, no, I said that to someone today. Actually, maybe Wednesday. I'll have a try. I'm thinking. I'm well, think- maybe the following weekend. Yeah, I'm thinking midweek because I reckon yeah. give it a few days. Well, midweek will be less busy anyway because mm. it's midweek. So maybe mm. we should have a little drink after yeah. work one day this week, mm. just to test it out. Try it out, see what's going on. The problem is, there's not that many beer gardens in. Is, is it all pubs? Sorry, is it pubs in general? Isn't it? It is, isn't it? You yeah, can go into so. in, in the inner sanctum of a pub. Yeah, I think they'll just tables-wise, they'll all be spread out a bit more. They'll have to have the the little things on the floor. I guess I, I don't know. I don't know. But tell, let us know. Yeah, because we won't be there on Saturday. No, I'll but be Wednesday we'll be there. <laughs> I wonder if my dad will be there. Of course Probably. he will. Yeah, talking about the variables. Well, Roy, his mate Roy was in today. He's saying, "You going to the pub on Saturday?" Yeah, <laughs> I said yeah. no. 
Slavka's been talking about my wife's been talking about going to like the the country pub going taking the dog on Saturday yes. and going there well, that Saturday sounds, afternoon yeah that sounds a bit nicer yeah somewhere thinking, with a big big garden just you worry, can definitely I reckon space. the old police will be have their work cut out eh oh first... certainly well in town they will yeah but next door those of you who've been to the shop will know there's a pub right next door where we like to go mm-hmm. of, a, of a Friday Saturday night after work yeah. have a couple of jars usually We'd be doing this podcast with a couple of beers to loosen ourselves up. Mm-hmm. I think we've the first few we did with beers, and I don't think we we've did. had a beer for a podcast now for no, not since Bessie Turner. Stank all sober. Yeah, and you could probably tell. Yeah. But so, f- I guess from next week you- you'll be able to hear the difference. More Coffee. professional, probably. <laughs> I think we'll be at our. Do you have like a three pint peak? Or a two-point pick? What, oh, what used, would you say we, is your peak? We used peak to have for... this, didn't we? Back in the band days, we'd say, if yeah. you were to play a gig, you'd have to have like a, your, your two-point peak. So that's, it's that fine line between Dutch courage and then... Before playing off a gig, head. Um, being pissed. Yeah. And I don't think we ever found it. <laughs> I think we always just pushed it too far. Well, but I'd, yeah. say, I'd say two... I'm, I'm a bit of a lightweight. I think two pints and I'm... I've, I've very much loosened up and I'm... Mm. After work now, if you have a two pints, I feel pissed. Yeah, I do. Even one point sometimes. Yeah, I feel two pissed. big delicious beers, and I'm starting to think, yeah. oh, I could go on a date. Let's make, yeah. <laughs> Let's make this a big one. Yeah. But I must be honest, I had a can of lager in the shop last night. Just mm-hmm. because oh, I fancied one. Okay. Well, I thought it was going to be sunny, so I bought one on the way in. Okay. It wasn't that sunny. Well, uh, to be fair, that kind. I was going to talk about holiday bubbles, but I'm not going to bother now. Because uh, it's led nicely onto oh. Song of the Week. Yeah, my song of the week. Actually. Oh, okay. Um, and I've chosen song of the week this week, Beatles, with a little help from my friends. Beatles, the Beatles. Oh yeah, well, they've been erased, haven't they? <laughs> yeah, they've been erased from existence. Yeah. Week uh, one, with a little help from my friends. Okay, because I haven't spoken recently about Steve's and these therapy sessions. Yeah, but one of the things that I've been Steve, that's you. That's me, Steve, <laughs> Stephen, Bobby. Um, I've been trying to get a better work-life balance, right? Mm-hmm. You've spoken about this. Yep. And one of the things I've been trying to do this week is to try and find a little bit more time to hang out with my friends and escape from work talk and family talk a little bit to kind of possibly selfish, but possibly something I think that I've been working on as part of this therapy mm-hmm. to kind of have that little let the lid off the you know so it's an analogy before yep. let the the lid off let a bit of gas out mm-hmm. uh, and yeah, I've actually failed miserably because the first time I was going to join meet a couple of mates in Castle Park yeah and Slav my wife wasn't happy about it particularly and she found lots of things I had to do in the household <laughs> she wasn't happy because I don't know I think potential... I dropped it I think I dropped it on her too late she didn't uh, have time to mentally prepare she, sure. likes, she likes a few days yeah, yeah, of mental yeah, preparedness yeah, 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 yeah. so we had yeah, a bit well, you went for the last minute you can't stop me now because it's happening kind Technique. of and then it was like well actual sure. fact you've got to hoover the lounge oh, but and, do I yeah <laughs> and there's a delivery coming and you have to help me etc yeah so that didn't work and then I wanted to meet up on Saturday night after work and because well, I had this idea about sitting outside like a little pop up beer garden because mm. you know the sun was out uh, and that didn't work either. I, I t- probably messaged seven or eight different people, and no one could meet up. And I felt well, down about it. Don't do that personally. Well, no, I didn't. Well, I think I felt down about it at first. Then I was like, well, you know, it's just one of those things. It happens. It's not me personally. And so I ended up going home and being like, oh, rubbish. But I am trying to go out tomorrow night 
with a couple of friends who's having a barbecue. Oh yeah, lovely. Yeah, but yeah, let's say I just kind of it's one of those things I've been working on to trying to kind of do more is like just every now and then, like once a week for a couple of hours, try and meet a friend, kind of like to escape from that sort of thing and just be able to, you know, now pops open it might be a better excuse to say let's meet for I a beer so. doesn't have to be pissed but that's just two or three four five six points <laughs> that's it, it a couple I, of oysters. I really struggle to just have one or two yeah well yeah. and then that's my problem I always say oh you know I'm just I'm just going out for are you drinking as much as you were no we, we're just at weekends these days okay we cut it right down yeah because it was getting a fatty fatty tom tom and be expensive. Yeah. I don't think we need to see, but dangerous, bad yeah. for the heart and the liver. Yeah. We'd, yeah, we'd cut it down to every other day for a bit, and mm-hmm. then eventually just just the weekend. Okay. We haven't actually been sticking to, but yeah. Well, yeah, it's kind of like that novelty thing at first is all changed, but now the pubs are open again. It's going to change the ballpark yet again. It's, yeah, yeah. Everyone's kind of routine's going to change, especially if the sun's out. Well, Big you guns. saw what happened at the beaches. Yeah, people yeah. don't need much persuasion. Oh, did I tell you today? My dog Dexter, he ate some human poo. And you didn't tell me that, no. no you didn't. He. Um, <laughs> Where did a, he find this human poo? There's a homeless fella sleeping yeah. on the field near my house, and he. We gotta go. You gotta go, eh? I mean, I did wonder this at first. I was like, "Fuck it, that was disgusting." But then I thought about oh, it. And I thought, he, "Well, what the hell? Where, where, where are you going to go for a poo?" Well, I'll dig a trench. I mean, if you if you're something to sleep in a sleeping bag on the field and. Things have got tough, right? And so he didn't even have a tent. And he's been there for about a week. And he he must have taken a tom tit in between two trees because Dexter went straight over there and um, had a gobble. Had a gobble. You dog will literally eat anything. Wasn't it's you? fucking disgusting. Yeah, so gross. I didn't realise that about Labradors until Steve got one. But some of the things his dog was eating. Um. Okay. Jeff, what's your song of the week, please? Uh, mine is the brilliant song "Kelly Watched the Stars" by Air. Air. Oh. Uh, we got a fire pit. I don't know. Did I tell you about that? Yeah, I was there when you got it. Oh yeah, yeah. We hadn't seen it been. No, I haven't built. seen it. It's been it's... constructed now. So before it got a bit rainy, we, we were out every night. Fires on. Is it not smoky? Do you not feel like? Well, yeah. I've. Stop. It stays on you so much. Yeah, and it's I started smelling it on everything. Now. Yeah. And then he start. Did... He happens to start close the doors. And then yeah. It's like, does Roxanne like it, or is he going ask? Oh, but he's smoky. No, she has already started saying, "Nah, can we not bother tonight?" Yeah, because it's too smoky. <laughs> yeah, because yep. of the smoke. <laughs> yeah, but also we've run out of wood, mm. so I'd have to actually literally forage. Yeah, and I know I spend a lot of time in the woods, but yeah, I know that's the thing that I've I had this with my little wood burner. Yeah, it's quite smoky, and we haven't got a big garden. Suddenly, it become that becomes a big thing. The windows are open because it's yeah. hot, and oh, everything smells ev- of smoke. The house smells like smoke. Can we keep the door? But closed? I must admit, yeah, I've been. It's not just that night. The, the next morning, I can yeah, still smell have a shower. It on, yeah, yeah. But I can still smell it on the clothes that I wore last night, and then I, then I, even though it's not there, I can smell it on clothes that don't smell of smoke. Mm. I just still got it in my nostrils. Mm-hmm. So yeah, waste of time that vibe. No, but it's <laughs> good actually, fun. Yeah, it's lovely when you're actually in the moment. It's and good fun. Sat by it and you're looking at the stars, and you have, you think, oh, I love being outside. Mm. But yeah, there are. So there's always, there's always and environmental issues. Yeah, there's always cons, isn't there? There's everything. Nothing's bloody cons. Nothing's bloody perfect, is it, in this bloody world? No, God's sake. Yeah, it's totally. It's yeah, it's. Um, same thing mm. and my brother's got a gas one and I think that's probably the way forward using gas up but sure but it's yeah. uh, again but you haven't got, yeah you haven't got the the smoke factor yeah and we had one we had one barbecue my first ever barbecue yeah that, I'd, that I'd yeah 
Put it like done. Yeah, oh, yeah, no problem. Oh. <laughs> man, yeah. man, make fire. Uh, well, you know, it's like one of those rite of passage things, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, you got to do it. I suppose. Yeah. I don't know why. Did you, have a, did you crack open a beer? I did have a lovely, delicious beer with it. Well, yeah, yeah it, it was nice. The yeah. food was delicious, it, but it's a lot of faff for when you think about it. So you better just stick it on the grill. Yeah. Corn. <laughs> yeah, stick it on the grill. Go and sit. Go and eat it in the garden. Sure, but is the taste different? Worth it's the not, faff. Yeah, it's, is yeah, my question. It's the uh, it's the experiential part of having a barbecue. So what, mm. what it stands for, which is summertime, yeah, and it's it's a, it's a symbol of. <laughs> yeah, it's a symbol of. We're having a barbie. Yeah, yeah. The sun's out. Let's have a barbie. But I prefer I prefer other people's barbecues because they do the work. Yeah, you don't want to do the work. Not really. It's quite a lot of faff and standing on my own. Mm. You know me, I'm a social butterfly. Because no one else ordered it. Roxanne's inside, too busy, like, making all the salad. He's doing a bit of salad, butter in the, the bat. Potatoes. Whatever, yeah, yeah. potatoes. And everyone comes out and says, thanks, Dad, and even though Rox has done most of the work. Yeah, but you just did the meat, the glory bit. Yeah, and you get the hold of thanks, and she's been beavering away inside. Yeah. But still, I, I mean, I, fire, just looking at fire is hypnotic, isn't it? And so... There is, and, um, you know, you can mostly scroll through Instagram while you while you do sure, it. When you're naked ladies, <laughs> not naked ladies, semi-naked ladies. Sure. And, uh, do you you still got your solar lights on? Oh, big time! Even so, they they're not taking blocking the light pollution. The stars. Well, no, no, you can still see the stars. Okay. Yeah, they're all like quite low down. Yeah. They're not. Yeah, they don't affect the view. Okay. But I've I've become addicted. I'm getting more and more solar lights. It's so become can. it's become a thing now. Winter Wonderland. Basically, they still work in the winter. They get enough sun to work. Because this is my first. Not this as, is my first year of solar lights. Not as, but they they should. They problem is rain gets in them eventually and they break. Even uh, the cheaper ones. Okay. Well, you have to, well, we'll see. You have to replace them quite regularly. I'll very much keep you lot listening <laughs> updated on that. Oh, I mean, can't wait, dude. Message in. Let me know. This has it's been like Skinny Jean Gardener podcast. Yeah, isn't it? I tell you, it's like Gardener's world. I tell thee. Let's talk about music, Steve. Yeah, actually, that's the most on my list. So this episode, this is the actual grilled sausage of the episode. <laughs> yep. You've had the top bap. You get a bit of bottom bap. This is the meat. Yep. This is the big, lovely, delicious Linford. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, so. Pretend, pretend you didn't say that. This is called Band Rivalries episode. Band Rivalries. Uh, what are band rivalries, Jez? Well, I think before we talk about anything, we've got to understand the male psychology. Just the male? Well, I can't imagine girls being... Have you ever had a girl band rivalry? Have you ever heard of one? Before we... Pop bands? Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera. I give you... Solo artists. Okay. They had a big rivalry. They, did they had a rivalry, but they didn't have, like each other. They didn't have a band rivalry. No. But uh, yes, I suppose they had a rivalry, but I think that was constructed in the press, wasn't it? They were from, both from the Mickey Mouse Club. Yeah, well, that was a problem, I think. Mm. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, you're right. I mean, but I think most of it comes down to the male ego and competitiveness. Okay. Specifically in small towns, I think. But ego. N- yeah. Isn't it? Ego is the. I mean, that all band. It dictates most band dynamics, but band rivalries, it's usually, in my experience, small town, two bands, it's down it big enough for the both of us. <laughs> Who's got the best tunes? Who's got the hottest girls? Do you think it's bands that sound like each other that have bigger rivalries, mm, or bands that are always like completely different? No, and what's the point? I think it's probably 
irrelevant what they sound like. Maybe maybe if there were two bands that sound the same, it could intensify the mm-hmm. rivalry. But I don't think that's important. I think it's it'll be some kind of ego-based incident. Yeah, will have turned if it into if something. There's always one incident that I, kicks it off. I think so. Yeah, yeah. it always maybe like things are simmering underneath. Yeah, there, there's probably. One of the knobheads, one knobhead in a band to do something. Exactly. There's that element of standoffishness that we've already spoken about. So there's that simmering. Mm-hmm. Go on then. What you got? Impress me. Yeah. Jealousy, maybe if they're good. Yeah. Ridicule if they're bad. Yeah. So there's this simmering kind of unspoken tension, and then there might be an incident. A, a girlfriend, who's been someone's by somebody from drunk, another band. and they've said, says your band's shit your band's mate. shit mate and that's it kick off then it's then it's, it's all systems go it's blown up and it's become a thing or but you, you both release a single on the same day you said it's always it's not always but it's mainly small town rivalry well but you must you had loads of examples of big bands having rivalry yes that's well. true I, I think just of any, at, at, of a any sort of grass, at a grassroots level, it's probably a small town. It's more thing. intensified in like locally with your friendship yes, groups, exactly, because then you, you're more likely to have slept with when the wrong person. Bigger, it becomes a press thing. Then there's a press thing, and papers. exactly. That do you way, think the bands when it's bigger? Do you think the bands are pushing it along themselves because it helps to sell records? I imagine they're told to. Hate? I imagine they're told to, to a degree. Mm. I imagine. You get a press guy saying it wouldn't hurt if you maybe slagged off. For some people, it's their thing, isn't it? Some people are like rent a quote, and you go to Serge from Kasabian to slag off. If you want a witty quote about Piggy from Keane, <laughs> let's go and hear what Serge from Kasabian's got to say. Okay. And he's called him. He said he's in the Priory addicted to port. Is that that was it? Was that him? Was it? Yeah. Mm. And then people, it, Serge from Kasabian says that in an interview, or the other one from. Tom Tom Mayen music expert <laughs> Tom McCugian mm. uh, yeah he, he said that the Tom from Keane was in the private for port and cheese addiction Yeah, obviously he wasn't it was coke but then everybody th- just went around assumed it assumed it was true because <laughs> it was highly believable yeah when you looked at him but yeah that became you know that was fake news an early example of fake news. Um, do you think a band rival was ever worth it? Uh, I wouldn't have thought so. <laughs> no. What good can come of it, really? Well, uh, I suppose, yeah, like in the Blur Races thing, they sold more yeah, records. They had a lot of records off the back of it, didn't they? So, I mean, in terms of superficial, you know, capitalism, they selling up, sales. When they kind of weren't as big anymore, they both kind of ended They realised, yeah. Like, Noel Gallagher's worked with Damon. Yeah, they played more no, records and stuff. Yeah. Like, on live and... I see Liam Gallagher still does the odd. He's, well, he's old throws, school. <laughs> throws in the odd grenade from time to time because yeah, because he's old school. But yeah. I think ultimately, you know, it's art. It's not fucking playground shit, which is what essentially it is. Small, you know, egos like jealousy. Your record sold more than us. We're annoyed about it. Vice versa. You, you know, wasn't there something with Justine from Elastica? Didn't. Like with the Blue Oasis thing, I'm pretty sure Liam like took a pop at the champ at an awards ceremony oh. or something, and then oh, probably I don't know that it all escalated from there. Yeah, pulp, pulp, and Blur. Oh uh, yeah, well, I think someone from Pulp slept with Alex James's long-term girlfriend. Mm. Mm. I remember in his book, he said in many ways, or well, maybe it was in the Blur book, in 
Well, what's some one of those mm. Blur or Britpop books? They said, and all the, the press were writing about Blur and Oasis, but in many ways, Pulp were more snidey and uh, sleeping with our girlfriends behind our backs. Ooh. That was his. That was his quote. Pulp. <laughs> hey, <laughs> they're like Oompa Loompa, some of them. That's a bit harsh. Well, they were the really little, the little guitarist guy that was about oh, yeah. five foot four. Well, it probably wasn't him. <laughs> I don't know which one it was. There was a bass player that looked I mean, a bit like Alex James. Yeah, well, it was probably mm-hmm. him. Okay, what Pound Shop Alex James. Yeah, what's your experience <laughs> <laughs> from band rivalry, Jess? Oh, uh, I've had them, boy. Ooh, yeah. Well, that's the thing. No, you know, you've listened to us for a good few weeks now. You know the kind of personalities we are. We're not ones to get involved if there's, uh, let's say, fisticuffs. Or, you know, we we would never be on the front lines of these things. But we were in a band who had quite an intense rivalry with another in a small town, <clears> on, <throat> High High Wycombe. Yeah. High Wycombe. Uh, we were in a band called Reagan. Yep. They were they were a band called The Approach. Yeah. They were sort of it was I mean it's a lot of blur oasis parallels. They well, were very much an oasis kind of laddie the northern northern you know lager lager lager. Yeah. Sunshine. Old school kind uh, of Yeah, like. it was it was, you know I don't I don't want to reignite this, but it was <laughs> pub rock. <laughs> uh and then we were kind of more of an art school Too cool for school. Yeah, hipster pricks. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to be more like Blur, but sounding more at the time more. I was heavier. Yeah, yeah, a lot more pretentious than that. Not as many tunes. Yeah. Again, I don't want to slag anyone off here. <laughs> be careful what I'm saying. But yeah, we had a. I, I don't know why it kicked off. I do. Okay, well, fill us in. Because at first there there was that. <clears throat> that I remember them handing out flyers at my yeah. halls, the residence, yeah. and saying, I introduced myself and said oh yeah I've just joined a band actually and they went oh I can't wait to hear you guys whatever yeah. and it was all very amicable yeah um, two words the drummer <laughs> the drummer the drummer at the time our oh, drummer or theirs our drummer oh, okay. some of the time you might have uh, some people might be listening to this who remember the old days there's still people that we be friends with from those days our drummer at the time was called Prance Steve Prance and he got drunk and Acted like a dick and okay. Said, give me give me examples. Let me let me hear his dickishness. Uh, your band are shit. Oh, okay. Etc. Etc. Mm-hmm. And it all kind of escalated from a drunken night out, and it's kind of that's as far as I remember when that kind of all happened, and it all went a bit blah blah. blah. <clears throat> well, they particularly had two members who were quite their drummer and their singer were very alpha male. Alpha male, weren't they? Yeah. As as, as I remember it. It was their, their singer and drummer and our singer and drummer were the real... Alpha male types. Yeah, were the ones who were kind of doing mm. the sling in the mud, lobbing the grenades. Yeah. And then we, we were we were guilty by association. And probably behind their back. And yeah, very much saying them off behind their backs as we you know, want to do. But looking back on it, what was the fucking point? Oh yeah, exactly. So what's so weird about band rivalries? And anyone that's in a band that's listening to this or on Facebook... Who was in a band right now, and maybe there's some of the younger ones we know about, who find who think that it is so important and it's it's everything right at the time, and it becomes mm-hmm. a big deal. But when in hindsight, when you look back at it, you realise that in actual fact, it's it's meaningless, a complete fucking waste of yeah. time. It's embarrassing, really. But it, yeah, it's so embarrassing. Yeah, you look back f- at it. It feels like the world at the time, and you can't you know you can't help yeah. the way you feel. So I'd like that to say that band was our life. 
Tony from the approach. I'm sorry about I'm sorry about our activities. It's a public apology. Yeah. Well, yeah, and I yeah, I'd like to say I mean, just to defend ourselves, we didn't really do anything wrong. Just gonna backtrack there, but yeah, me we knew personally. Yeah. Because France was definitely at fault. Yeah. I mean and that's the thing, it in it's the classic comparison. In the mm. age now mm. this the social media thing, I assume people get pissed off about stuff said on Twitter slash Instagram or whatever, there'll be Snapchat videos. Yeah. Oh, that fucking well, you look at shit. And you look at those kind of like north side and south side beef that goes on. <laughs> there isn't it. It's Do like you mean east side like, and west side. I don't know what I mean. It's something like that, isn't it? And like, but it's like these like gangster like gangster rap, and when you come from that kind of background, right? It's like you have these kind of beefs appear from more than just the music. Yes. Well, I mean, hip hop is a whole other thing where it's all about front isn't it and you have to be seen to be the the baddest and the richest and the kind of it's quite extreme yeah. hip-hop in that well that's like extreme versions of band rivalry because yeah it's fucking knife well yeah sometimes people, and people like died killed. people died boy rest in peace big yeah uh yeah but it was yeah it was mainly the alpha males uh, but yeah it was, it was a waste of time yeah it's a waste of time and about that that's age and hindsight because when you're 20 year old cocky young buck it's important right and you're like at, you're in a small yep. town and you don't know any better and that's what I mean the comparison with modern days that we would always, it, we would hear it third hand often yeah because you never speak oh, to them or... you'll never guess what someone said in the pub yeah. thingy told me that thingy yeah. because probably if you ended up did end, end up spending any time together, yeah, probably sober, you'd probably get on with each other you'd probably say actually. oh yeah but I, you love, stick, I love definitely maybe how about you you stick to your own don't you at the time you know you yeah. end up and well, is... that's it. It's your little tribe, isn't it? And I guess yeah. if somebody's kind of threatening your tribe, you'll hmm. back each other up, I suppose. I suppose the reason that this whole podcast, this episode came about was because, um, well, we ha- we had the li- we got a little taster of that last week when we were talking to the girls from Anorak Patch. Right? They, was talk- they oh, mentioned yeah. a little bit about that with like local bands. And, and I guess what happens is like if you do manage to transcend the local scene... Then it's it be becomes jealousy. absolutely insignificant to you because you're like, well, we've got bigger fish to fry now. What's mm-hmm. the, there's no, literally no point even. I don't care anymore. But at the time when you're all kind of in the in the in the pot together, you kind of like that's true. But I remember saying because fans of Kate, I don't remember ever having anything like that with fans of Kate. No, we didn't have any beef with anyone. We didn't really see any bands like that because we were in London. And there were so many. That's bands it. That's what I mean so, about the we small town thing. So much. You, you never, don't play with the same bands. Very often, never saw anyone. You never saw the same band twice, barely. No, you you sort of see the old people at clubs you used to go to who were in bands, and you'd kind of like we did have a little, or was that still Reagan? Didn't we have the beef with Hope of the Hope of the States? A little bit of beef there, maybe, but I don't think they really give a shit. (laughs) Well, yeah, no, I don't think we were significant to them, but there was a. Oh, the, oh no! Yeah, youth. The guitarist guy came over to me, yeah. really pissed. The one that ended, that sadly um, passed oh, away. Yeah. And he, um, yeah, he was really drunk when we were playing in the bar fly, and he came over and had a bit of beef. He but, wasn't. He kept telling me we were shit and that we were rubbish and we were shit yeah. and we were rubbish, and he just kept repeating <laughs> the same things over yeah, and over no. again. It's like drunk, so drunk. Okay, I but that, I suppose that didn't really. No, it was annoying. Yeah. But that didn't escalate really further because I suppose they they got pound to a, signed to a million pound contract and 
Why would you? Why would you? We very much didn't. <laughs> why would you? But, why would you uh, care? What was I going to say? Uh, maybe there's loads. Of, maybe loads of people take it off, so it's like us off. We just never really noticed. <coughs> well, I thought so. Mm. But it's true. I think a lot of the time, and it's not just um, small bands, but all big musicians have got such big egos that if you hear anyone like criticise you in the slightest, half the time you get all offen- defensive about yeah. it. Which is why half of when I was looking up like different famous rivalries, a lot of them are to do with one person saying something in the press, which then catapults the whole, just turns the whole thing into. Yeah, escalates. Uh, yeah. Hello, my name is Bernard 2001. You might recognise me from my collaborations with Radiohead and Stephen Hawking. I actually did a lot of his heavy lifting for him. Anyway, I'm here to tell you about Best Days Vintage. If you like sustainable vintage fashion, feel-good prints, and positive well-being, then they're the guys for you. Visit them at 40 Elf Lane, Colchester, or online at bestdaysvintage.co.uk. Out, mother crushers. Yeah, it's kind of embarrassing element. in itself, and you, they must look back and go, "God, why?" Like, for example, um, I didn't know this, but um, Robert Smith from The Cure and Morrissey. I didn't years, know. Oh, I didn't know that. Years upon years, really. Yeah. Can't I stand each other. Well, I can see why people would get mm. annoyed by Morrissey. I didn't know. Robert Smith would be on his on his bad side. Yeah. But what I was going to say, I remember what I was going to say. I remember, I think it was an interview with Ash, and he he said something like, the singer Tim Wheeler, Ash. yeah, said you've got to make sure you're nice to everybody on the way up, because you'll see them on the way down. Mm. You know, that's mm. that's the roller coaster. Yep. You, you on the way up and you play bigger and bigger venues, and you think, ha ha, fuck you guys from wherever you're from. Yeah. But you may well end up... Going back. Going back and playing that town. Yeah. Back in those venues you were playing at the start, so I mean it's just important to be nice anyway, isn't it? But generally it should. And I think most I think of the time that's I a good think thing that to remember. it's yeah, it's a tribal thing. It's this is my tribe. That's your. And if you if circumstances are different, you might well have been in the same band as some of the other people. If it happened to work out like that, just coincidence has it that you ended up with different musicians. And then it, yeah, these small town local beefs are just inconsequential. But at the time, they feel very important. They do. And yeah, I, I, I definitely think there's something in the social media factor. You think that's amp- hi- amplifying it? Or yeah, you think it's- yeah, I think it will heighten it because there, it's not like if somebody slags off your band and you just hear third hand, mm-hmm. oh, you know, so and so was slagging off your band in the pub. If you saw it on video, if you heard the actual words. Mm. Especially because if you're like, if you've written a song, or whatever, and you hear somebody saying it's shit, I mean, we've spoken about this, how putting a song out into the world is kind of like mm-hmm. having a. It's like a little piece of view. Do you think your, it hurts more if it's, come, if it's said by um, someone in the industry or someone... Yeah, I suppose it will hurt more if it's someone you... Respected. Respect, but then I guess if you respect them, then I suppose you have to take their opinion as... Yeah, but if they just said it's shit, you'd be like... Yeah, it's a bit harsh. Fucking dick. Mm. 
Yeah. Do you think it's just in music that you get rivalries, or do you think it happens in other industries too? <clears throat> no, I imagine it's, it's just like sports teams would be the yeah. same thing. Shops. Rival, yeah, rival shops. Because although, you know, the, when we first opened this shop, there was another vintage shop just down the road, and there was one down the steps, and he was very much... Mm. The one down the steps. He said, yeah, I remember when I first opened, he said, you've upset a lot of people uh, opening your shop around here, so... Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no one said anything. Yeah. <laughs> they all seemed really nice. Yeah. Yeah, but, but he was, yeah, he was... Kind a, like, yeah, East End gangster to try to He's got that he? about him, but with a slight edge of camp. Yeah, ooh, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, again, yeah. this is a real people, we shouldn't... Uh, yeah. A real people, a real person. Yeah, but he... um. Yeah, but he, he, I was. But yeah, he, he there was something he came to me and said that to me. I was yeah, like, it's completely unnecessary. And, yeah. But that, I suppose, that's business as well. Like it's people's livelihoods. Yeah. When it's a band, it wasn't it certainly wasn't your livelihood. It was no, but it was your art. So I guess it's the same thing, isn't it? It's like yeah, you get any any sort someone of, stepping on your toes, any sort of com- feeling of competition, you get a bit funny about it. Yeah, I suppose. It, yeah, it's competition. You want to do better than someone, and if they're do you doing think, better, you, do you you're think fucked off. People from attitude, for example. <laughs> The skate shop down the road. The skate yeah. shop down the road. Do you think they think of say that about us? Like, oh, bloody plonkers in best days. Or do you think they don't give a shit? I think it's think a slightly that? different thing. I think if they were doing exactly like us, if it was vintage mm-hmm. with a couple of their own labels, like what we're like what we're doing, maybe they would be more sort of looking through the window and seeing seeing mm. how they're doing. I think we're different enough that it's not a problem. Mm. Why do you think there's? You think there's no, I just I just pick the shop. For a brick for the no. I picked a shop that I thought was like similar to us. Just wondered whether or not that's something that you would think about I've, with shops or I've never sensed it. And in fact I've never I've, been in there, have you? I've been in there once actually to speak to the manager. Yeah, I've been there once. Mm. It's too it's out of my price range. Yeah. And I, I right. feel like Don't, yeah, all right. Expensive. <laughs> taking them off, taking you off. Yeah. I feel like it's too, a bit too skatey for me, a man who can't skateboard. Okay. I feel like a fraud. I know I wear the odd bit of. Yeah. I'm wearing a Vans hat. I think that's with. It's got a skateboard on it, yeah, so I'm already yeah, pushing yeah. the trucks. <laughs> Just does tricks on trucks. Boundaries. All right. So I've actually I've got a question for you. Hit me. Slightly. Talking of like big to do with bands and culture stuff. We had a discussion yep. today at work. Oh, did you? Who are the? This is quite culture centric. So I apologise if anyone is watching this, listening to this, and you don't know the culture scene. But we could, let me introduce us. Yeah. So who? Would you say uh, I've got a list here of ones I've picked out yep. the biggest bands, not including Blur, from Colchester at the moment? And I said Currently. from Colchester, not in Colchester, because I think mean, you can give me some options. I've given you some options, but you could also add them if you want to. Yeah, okay. I'm not thought your favourite band. I'm not. Mm-hmm. Everyone, all of these bands are good, mm-hmm. but I just want to know what you think the biggest band in Colchester are right now. And I've written down off from my head. So mm-hmm. again, you can. You can e- you can edit it. Just to clarify, Steve works in the warehouse, and I've been in the shop yeah. today. So we're so we were in the work. warehouse discussing this today. Yep. So I've written down Superglue, mm-hmm. Colchester band, mm-hmm. Animal Noise, mm-hmm. big Colchester band, Dingus Khan, sure, big Colchester band, Monster in the Flor- Monster of Florence, just Monster of Florence, yep. Monster of Florence, <laughs> Anna Rat Patch, last mm-hmm. week's guest. Okay. And I've also written down there Egyptian Blue. Now they're not really in. Col- that's I me. Mean, yeah. That's why I said from Colchester, not in yep. Colchester. Let's eliminate them because I th- I don't think they would call Colch- themselves a Colchester. That's why I said from Colchester. I know, but I okay. I've eliminated. I, Egyptian yeah, blue. I don't think I can include them in okay. my list. Um, and because I, I bet if you said, you know what they're like. I bet if you yeah, said to them, funny. Yeah. Egyptian Blue, Colchester band. They'd say, we're not fucking not. 
Then we talk about this. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, have you got any more bands you could add? Because I wanted to put Smeagol, but he's yeah. in Brighton now. So would you call him no, Sam Eagle? Is he okay? I wanted to put him, but I was like, yeah, Smeagol. Smeagol's yeah. still there. What about Ben? It's not best, it's biggest band. Biggest. Most, biggest. Uh, most popular band or most successful band or I suppose I know who's most both, likely both of the lads are the same band. Sell out the Colchester Arts Centre. Hmm. See, I don't know. Because a lot of these bands are doing bits. This is why I've yeah. included them. They're all doing they've all got Well I think what this radio. illustrates is how healthy the yeah. Culture's music scene is right now. Right. I, I think they're all pretty. I'd say Animal Noise, uh, if you'd said it a couple of years ago, maybe it would have been them. Mm-hmm. Now, well, we listened to their album today. This is, well, this is oh, how, yeah, they got a new album out. This is they? how we got into this conversation. Right, okay. but I've never been to a Monster Florence show, so I don't know. I hear. Big things on them. Big they're things. Doing the, they did a they're thing, always doing like six music they sessions. They did a stuff, thing with. What's his chops? Alex Turner's mate. Oh, Miles. Miles yeah. Payne, yeah. They did a session with Miles did Payne they? and they're performing oh, yeah. together. Probably them then. Yeah, that's what the boy said. Both of them said Monster Florence. Yeah, I'd say the Florence, then probably Dingus and Superglue. And our Patch have got a big potential, but not, maybe not with it. Yeah. So I, I listened I think... to Six Music every day, and the reason I put Egyptian Blue is because they play them on about bloody three times. Yeah. Well, I, th- I heard. So this is on the ra- national if... BBC radio. I heard. Egyptian Blue, Anorak Patch, and Monster of Florence, all one evening from Colchester. You've had the other again. <laughs> just Monster Florence. Yeah, it's not the best band in Colchester. It's just who yeah. you think of the biggest. Well, band that's in it. Colchester. If I was going to include Egyptian Blue, if you were, I would probably say them. But I, I don't think they yeah. they would like it <laughs> if if I did. But if you, you know, I'm saying you're the, the biggest. Mm. Yeah, so Monster Florence. Yeah, then. I don't want to rank them. No, you don't have to rank them. But right? I do. I can. I mean, they're, they're all good bands. Yeah, they the are. Thing. That's the thing. Yeah. I think it's a, it's a good scene. Anna Patch, who from last week, I think if fest- there's no more if bands gigs were on, there's no more bands. That you can not think that I can of. think of. In that, maybe in there that are sort that we don't know. But. In that sort of rung, yeah. If Blur, obviously, are the biggest band from Colchester. If bands, if gigs were happening right now, yeah. I would imagine Anna Patch would be getting big tour supports and be playing the festivals. Mm. And so, it's all, I suppose it's all about potential with them. If they can follow up, they yeah. But I don't want to put any pressure on them. I know that they were in a recording session this weekend, actually. They were, yeah. After inspired by our chat. This yeah, I imagine week. some of that went straight in there, straight on the record. Yeah. Big so, time. Um, yeah. Time. So, I mean, I appreciate that's not for everyone because not everyone knows those bands. But if you ever get a chance, people, to listen to any of these bands, Culture's got a really healthy scene at the moment. And these bands are all doing bits in different ways. Like Monster F- Monster Florence, <laughs> they were Glastonbury last year, they're doing stuff with Miles Kane. Like, all of them are on the radio quite a lot. Yeah. Super yeah, they've all clue. got like lots of six music. They, support, were, they, 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 they were doing bits, but then I think they deliberately. I think he put they the brakes on back. Things. Yeah, I, I think Superglue could be as big as he wanted them to be. Mm. Ben wanted them to be. I truly believe that. Yeah. But well, hopefully we'll get uh, all of these. Somebody from all of these bands in at some point. On, That's the plan. The... Oh, Fox. I mean, they've done. They've been touring with um, Depeche, Depeche, Depeche Mode. Mode like a couple of years yeah. ago. Uh, what was it going to say? Uh, Bessie, Bessie Turner. Bessie, which is, yeah, well, I suppose you say Colchester. Colchester. She's, she's I did think local. Of, yeah, I mean, there's lots of like really healthy people, not just, they're starting to transcend Colchester, aren't they? Yeah. And I think you should, yeah, so yeah, again, you don't see them around as much. It's a shame. If, you, if anyone can be bored, if anyone has a proper music geek out there, Super Glue, Animal Noise, Dingus Khan, 
Monster Florence, Anorak Patch, Egyptian Blue. Yeah, seek them all out. They're all, they're all great bands. Sammy, oh, oh, we signed a record deal recently with yep. Domino? No. Excel. Co- cooking Vinyl? Cooking no. Vinyl, oh, yeah. I cooking think, Vinyl. I think. Yeah. So we made we need to get him in at some point. Yeah, we do, yeah. Okay, um, so in the spirit of things... What's time? Oh, you've been going 40 minutes, but you um, in the spirit of things, I want to go on to um, uh, a regular feature of the show called Band for Life. This week, I've written this. Only, I wasn't going to let you see this, but you can see it. I've um, you got a coin on you? Not on me, no. Okay, I've got two size cubes. Okay, just do behind the back thing. Okay, all right. So I've got two size cubes in my hand, size medium and size large. So what I'm going to do is I've written two bands that have got band rivalries. Yep. Um, and I want us to sell them. So take take the opposing sides yeah, like a debate yeah, yeah. kind of but not we don't have to fight about it we just say why you think they are the band okay. for you even if you don't believe that even if you don't believe you have that to just, just give put, it give put it forward your, a coherent case for them give it your best shot yeah and there's some famous ones and some ones we've spoken about yeah so obviously none of the first one I want to talk about is Blur and Oasis all right mm-hmm. so I've got a size medium and size large so as Oasis are big you know large more they can be size large <laughs> okay. Right? So, Jez, you can pick my left hand and my right hand. Hang on. All right. Ready? Yeah. Left. Left. That's my left hand. Okay, le- yeah, you're left. So, yeah, Blur. I've got Blur. Okay, so give me a little bit about why you think Blur are better than Oasis. Well, Blur aren't just better than Oasis. Blur are better than almost every other band that's ever existed. Such versatile music. Yeah. Constantly evolving sound. Cool as fuck. Yeah. Very handsome men. Soundtrack my entire childhood. Uh, st- still going, still making great music today. Brilliant live band, genius guitarist. What's their best song? This is a low. Ooh, yeah, classic. Jeez, best album. I mean, blur. Okay. No, modern life is rubbish. Ooh. Yeah, I'm sticking with modern okay. life is rubbish. Alright. Favorite. That's my favorite. Yeah. Okay. Oasis. Oasis. What you got? So, iconic <laughs> band. Mm. Um, Influenced the probably a generation of young people um, to be idiots, to possibly to um, yeah. But they had a, a, as big a cultural influence in the nineteen nineties as any band has had in any other decade, maybe, bar maybe the Beatles and the Rolling Stones. But in a way, and the Arctic Monkeys are probably the natural successors to that. But I think Oasis at the time had played one of the biggest gigs have ever been yeah. played in Nebworth. Well, it's certainly. People apply for tickets. They could have sold it out like however many nights in a row. Yeah. It was like ten percent, or no, more than that. Some percentage of the wasn't there some whole weird stat that tried to get they sold so many albums of what, What's the Story of Morning Glory that one in ten households had a copy of What's the Story of Morning Glory. Something like that, yeah. Which is alone in sales shows how relevant, how massive that band were. 
mm-hmm. um, they're still relevant now like solo artists mm. possibly well people like culture people like Liam Gallagher and stuff maybe not, maybe more like young people now still have a connection to him and the Oasis songs I think there's a whole generation of kids who want to wish that they'd been around in the 90s who yeah. go to Liam Gallagher gigs, gigs in a bucket hat yeah. throwing lager at people and yeah. pretend like it's 1995 and best song probably Champagne Supernova best album definitely maybe mm-hmm. and he probably going to struggle to find a better debut album ever do we have to decide who's won or is it just kind of I don't know who, I don't know who you would say has won that really well I'd well, know Blur but... obviously but <laughs> yeah. yeah I mean Oasis for the moment they like just captured the zeitgeist more than that. for that crystallised yeah. 90s moment they they were fucking everywhere Yeah, they were everything they were but I think as a band Blur much Better. They're a better, better, stronger band, yeah. yeah. Okay, um, Elton John <laughs> and Madonna. Okay. And did you know they had beef? I assume Elton John's got beef with everyone. Yeah, he's got a beef with Madge. Why does he have beef with Madonna? Uh, I can't remember why why that is, but I know that um, he slagged the hell out of a load, and Madonna, to her credit, never really bit back. But weirdly, um, he asked Madonna to come and play at his um, stag do bachelor party and she said no thank you oh right oh so the beef runs deep yeah yeah it's been going on for a long time apparently okay so um well you pick this time okay um probably because m for madonna okay oh good on you l for elton (laughs) yeah nice elton (laughs) works perfectly i was gonna say l for waistline (laughs) sure okay uh your left hand you got match okay madonna (laughs) um i think again um, probably, I'm gonna I'm gonna put myself out there and say the biggest female artist of all time. Yep. Um, and still almost relevant now. She had a long career, like spanning decades, eighties, nineties, thirty, 40, nearly forty years of relevance. Maybe not so much now. She's kind of lost away a little bit now. But even like l- last decade, she was still releasing like popular songs that were still decent. Um, she changed um, she influenced fashion and style um, she in a time probably when it was quite hard to be a female solo artist she pushed the boundaries and she was really creative and she changed a lot yeah I think I said this, she inspired a lot of young people with their style especially young girls and she was a very strong personality and character and she's done a lot of good in the world hmm adopting some little babies <laughs> that's true uh, well, yeah. Best song, Like a Virgin. Classic. And best album, The Best of Madonna. <laughs> Do you have to say The Funk. Best of Madonna? That was an album, wasn't it? Was that an album? Mm-hmm. I don't know if I have idea what her albums were. Well. Big Elton. Elton. What a life. What a story. Yeah. I haven't seen that film about his life. <laughs> no. <laughs> I've heard it's good. Was it called Aeroplane um, Man or something? Rocket Man. Okay. Rocket Man. Well, just let, let's focus on the songwriting, though. Okay. Timeless classic songs. Tiny Dancer. He didn't write the what melodies, did he? He wrote the melodies in the songs. Oh, the lyrics. He didn't write the lyrics. Oh, okay. Bernie, Bernie Topan yeah. wrote the lyrics. So, I mean, that's a that's black a... mark, I guess. But Madonna mm. didn't write any of her songs. No, true. I don't think yeah. so. Elton takes that one. Just classic songwriting. She definitely didn't write... Rocket write... Man. Uh, Saturday Night's All Right for Fighting. Yeah. 
Uh, I'm Still Standing. Yep. You've watched Sing, that cartoon with the gorilla sings that one. What a song! Yeah. You, I bet you haven't watched that. But oh, no. The kids the kids will know. Yeah. You should watch that, it's a great okay. film. Yeah. Uh, cultural Influence? Cultural Influence. The Glasses. He's an icon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, gay Rights. Yeah. Watford. Watford. He's got his finger in the football pie. Yeah. Uh, he's adopted some kids as well, hasn't he? Don't know. Don't know about that. Take that, take that one back. But I'm, I'm just going to focus on the songwriting. He's just an amazing songwriter. Yeah. My favourite song... better than Madonna? Yeah, for me. Mm. That's why I'm arguing for him. Who's it's not just because I picked the cube. Who do you reckon sold the most albums? Madonna or Elton? Elton's probably, had a career, so you'd probably like to think yeah, that he... I feel like his Candle albums... Candle in the Wind? Oh, Candle in the Wind. People's Princess. Oh, I'm defending him. <laughs> well, you know, yeah. you know it's the truth. Yeah. And it seems to me sacrifice. Yeah. What a oh, song! That is good. Yeah. Oh, there's no sacrifice. Yeah. Just simple word. Uh, two hearts living. Do I need to go on? I mean, yeah, I think I've summed no. it up pretty well. That okay. sac- um, what's my favourite song? There's one. Kiss the bride. Have you heard that song? No. I wanna kiss the bride. Hey. Yeah. 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 That yeah, one. yeah, yeah. I like that one. Okay. I didn't really know that one. And it came album? on the uh, uh, Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. <laughs> sure. I so heard Keith that, that one. one. Yeah. Okay. Sure. All right. So the next two bands, oh, yeah. uh, Anorak <laughs> Patch, Colchester the Heavy, Anorak Patch, Ooh. and The Verdicts. One for the locals. Yeah. Um, again, we're not slagging anything off. We're just, <laughs> just making that perfectly clear. Yeah. Well, we're championing them due, and everything. Due to their... What conversation... So, I don't know. We'll yeah, we say... don't want to stoke up a beef between these two bands. No, I think they're friends, aren't they? There was just a little incident. Yeah, I'm stoking at beef. A gig. Okay. L is going to Well, be on out. the subject of the verdicts, actually, you know, the singer had left and uh, mm-hmm. they'd kind of. I don't know if they split up or what they were doing, but the singer and the guitarist, who were good friends who hadn't yeah. been talking to each other, they met up today. Good. And got got back together. Okay. They right. came in here together and they seemed like they were getting on. It was um, nice. M. Um, there you go, local gossip. M is on the right patch. M is? Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, uh, right. <laughs> okay, Jez, give it to me. Anorak patch. Anorak patch. For me, the best young band I've heard in a long time. Ever? Again, in Colchester? Mm, well, in Colchester, definitely. Ever? I don't, I don't think I've seen that many bands with a 13-year-old kid on mm. drums. Just... Proper child prodigies sound nothing like their peers. They're clearly mm. listening to records that not anyone else that age is listening to. I certainly wasn't when I was that age. Got the red screwed on. Really nice, really nice kids. Uh, they come in here a lot. They come in here a lot. So props to them for that. They don't seem to care. They're not influenced by what is cool and what ev- what everyone else is listening to. They're just doing their own thing. They re- you can tell tell they really care about their music and their art. Uh, just. I like the melodies. I like the nice contrast between noise and noise and melody. That's yeah. my favourite kind of music. Yeah. Nice loud, quiet bits. Uh, guitarist is really good. Really bloody good guitarist. He's like a little Graham Coxon. Yeah. That's, when I did the sound for him, I thought that it was impressive. I like the timbre of the singer's voice, yeah. Effie's voice. Uh, I like the words okay. that she writes. Uh, so yeah, just a great band. Okay, verdicts. Um, I really like the verdicts, and I was really disappointed when the singer left because he was. Well, no, I like the other guys, but I really thought he was a cool little dude. They verdicts remind me of early Blur, 
that kind of punky Seymour kind, of, yeah. kind of first album really washy noisy guitars um, and the singer Archie yep yep was is he's not dead is um, <laughs> a little legend like on stage he's really like, good jumping man, around crazy and I actually really like the single Liverpool Street the chorus it re- does that song really reminds me of Blur because it's like really kind of short and to the point and just getting there punk rock kind of like yeah, bit of a pop scene kind of thing like I think they it's gonna be a da, da, da. yeah they can write a chorus yeah it can and really can I like their political stance as well yeah. Yeah, that's again like so young but it's got their finger on the pulse politically and you know they've write, write a fucking protest song about yeah. you know Brexit basically yeah yeah and, and I'm very much on their side on that one yeah yeah um and they're kind of like a bit anarchic and you, you heard a few stories about them doing some anarchic rock and roll stuff <laughs> which is quite funny um that's all of a pair yeah and they've all got pretty cool hair yep. messy blonde scruffy hair and I've got a lot of time for them I hope he does fix it with them and goes back because I don't know what they'll do about him really be interested to see how they go well, because he was like a little le- little star I'm hoping they can make it up but if, if they don't then I guess it wasn't meant to okay. be we'll do one more Beatles and the Beach Boys <sighs> they definitely had beef didn't they I didn't just, haven't just made that well, up well Kind of. Mike Love it, it was, was Mike Love's a beef merchant, from what I can see. He's a Mike Love was in the you know when they went to that yoga ret- not yoga the you know the Maharishi in, yeah. was he there was India he? retreat he was yeah. there hanging out with them and I think he's got some some dodgy stuff. No one likes Mike Love. Yeah, he's an obed. But like, there, there was, was like competitive. Everyone off. I have uh, read that Brian Wilson was so obsessive, wasn't he? Yeah, competitive with the Beatles that that's what inspired Pet Sounds. He wanted to outdo Revolver, yeah. and then the Beatles heard Pet Sounds and did Sgt Pepper. As like it was kind of very much yeah. a right. I'll show you. you Just to, in terms of like studio craft and kind of imagine John Lennon pushing the boundaries, being obsessed with like yeah, like making doing more and being better yeah. and making yeah, like you said, because Pet Sounds is a fucking good album. Pet Sounds is a fucking masterpiece. You know, I. As an album, I, I, the Beatles as an overall thing, better, better. But Pet Sounds is better. as an album. I as think it's, it's better than any of the yeah, Beatles because albums. it's just so forward thinking. Isn't it's it? like every song's like a symphony. It's crazy, isn't it? Might Blows my it. mind. Mike Love is a dickhead. Yeah, but he he was just Dennis kinda, was my favourite. <laughs> he's the coolest Wilson. Yeah. Again, yeah. rest in peace, Dennis. Well, and Carl Carl Tyne as well. There's only Brian left. Oh, Jardine. Yeah, he was a Beach Boy. Yeah, yeah I think he's, he's still alive. Yeah. yeah. He looked a bit like... He looked like a little weasel. Yeah. <laughs> a little weasel one. Goblin. Yeah. Okay, right. So, let's go... What, we'll L, Beatles. The Beatles L. Yeah. Okay. Go on, him. Uh, oh, shit. The L's on my left hand, but <laughs> It's not. All right. Go for it. Left or right? Left. Beatles. Mm-hmm. Go on, him. Well, it's the Beatles. the motherfucking Beatles. The end. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I shouldn't have to say much more, but I yeah. feel like because we've put them in, uh, well, somebody put them in Band for Life right yeah. at the beginning, that there, there is, a, I've probably said this before, but there, uh, there's a class of person who says, oh, the Beatles, overrated. Yeah. You, you met people like that who say that? And they're people who haven't really listened to the Beatles. They just say it because they want to be contrary. They want to be, you know, say it's something people, outrageous. people that listen to post-rock Possibly, I think it's people who listen to no no rock, no rock. It's okay. people who uh, people who just want to rebel against what they're told by yeah. their parents. I guess. Yeah. Son, the Beatles are the best band there's ever been. Yeah. So they go, no, they're fucking not. 
you know who's the best man in the world? The 1975. They probably, James Blunt. They probably say he's Blunters. Blunt, Blunters? What's wrong with Blunters? Blunters. Uh, for me, the, yeah, the, the best thing to ever come out of England. Oh, yeah. Wayne Rooney. <laughs> Wayne Rooney. So, cult- culturally, I think the best, artistically, the best thing to ever come out of England, our best export, I think, uh, to have one genius in a band is rare, to have three is insane. Mm-hmm. Two, two of the two best songwriters there's ever been, and George, and then, you know, a I, possible drummer. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, you speak to drummers who say Ringo's amazing, secretly amazing. I don't really get it, but no. I'm not a drummer. I heard a good story about Ringo where he was worried they were going to be assassinated, and he was playing gigs and he was like so paranoid that he was, I think he'd been taking stuff. He put oh all God. of his symbols, like, at kind of like, <laughs> like shields, like shields <laughs> angles, because he's so worried about being uh, shot. There you go. Yeah. Which leads me nicely on to eccentric behaviour. The Beach Boys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Beach Boys are probably the most, f- of their time, the probably most forward-thinking bands of the 60s and inspired probably a decade in the 70s of post-rock kind of Pink Floyd-y sort types. The Yellow, possibly. Well, they certainly like the the way the harmonies. Yeah, I mean, my lord. I mean, it's they're, they're even the, now they're still it's still seriously impressive work. If you want harmonies, you go to the Beach Boys, really, yeah. don't you? Yeah, and their story as well is is fascinating. The problem with the, anything with the Beach Boys is they didn't have a long enough like a long longevity back catalogue. Well, yeah, because Brian wasn't went, went so crazy. Yeah, he stopped touring like pretty. Yeah, didn't take long, early on. Didn't take long for them to self destruct, did it? Yeah. And they they weren't they weren't a band like the Beatles were a band with different songwriters and yeah. a different dynamic. The the Beach Boys was Brian Wilson yeah. and the others. The others were essentially his family. Well, yeah, some of them were his family, but they they did as as we're told. Yeah, it was a totally different dynamic. Brian, yeah. Brian, that was one genius. Yeah. And you know some great singers and musicians, mm. but not not in the same way that the Beatles no. were. But to have one geniuses. man to have such a huge yeah that vision that vision like that is yeah. impressive, and it's also a really interesting story to hear like the kind of if you ever read the book, what's that book we've read called about the Beach Boys? And it's called Good Vibe. Yeah, good, good vibrations. if you ever get a chance to read the book, but Good Vibrations is a fascinating read. It's bloody brilliant, and to, to see one man descend into. They had loads of issues, didn't they? With child abuse when they were young. And yeah, the da- dad, yeah, their dad wasn't, wasn't, wasn't shit, cool. But um, he, yeah, he was just in. Yeah, you have this quite a lot. There's a few stories like that through rock history, like people just perfectionist in the studio yeah. so that the album never gets. Like Close they did smile, pet sounds, it? yeah, and they they the follow up was going to be even just, bigger. Yeah, next next level. Like the the songs that did kind of there's that heroes and the villains. villains. Yeah, there's a few other songs. It did actually come out in the end but not in the same version yeah, yeah. it was kind of watered down he kind it, of finished it off didn't he but he yeah, lost it by then he? he'd, like, he spent days and days like trying to get this sound of and it was like in the like fire pits with helmets on and yeah, stuff. yeah it had gone. gone really eccentric hadn't it oh. there you are Brian Ross is on the phone yeah what's to say I'll tell you he wasn't mental and it's yeah. not it's not politically correct to say mental no um, anyway, yeah. So, but yeah, if you ever get a chance, there's an absolutely fantastic band, and the album is yeah. Just, just brilliant. go straight to Pet Sounds because yeah. you, 
I grew up with the best, the best of the Beach Boys. Yeah. Which I was thinking I was born before. We had the one cassette that yeah. my dad was would allow in the car. Yeah. And that, I mean, the best of the Beach Boys is amazing. Yeah. But Pet Sounds as an as a piece of art as that just that album. Just go. That's your homework. Go listen to that, mm. and you won't be disappointed. No. Okay. Um, well, that's a, that's a bit of a different version of Band for Life, but I thought yeah. it was an interesting yeah. way to do it. Like, look at the different and actually, I was looking through these rivalries, and it's quite funny. He's even like got things like um, your man from Wilco's got beef with loads of different people. Really, Tweedy, yeah. Weird. Anyway, yeah. So um, to finish off, um, oh, yeah. we wanted to mark Pride Month because we haven't really mentioned it yet. Um, um, and so I asked Jez if he could write a song to mark. Well, what you I'd... said was, yeah, I didn't that? Yeah, learn to play a song like like a virgin. Yeah. Something. Yeah. I think a bit maybe of an you took it to be like a virgin. I meant to say play like a virgin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought you meant like like a virgin. Yeah, but I meant play like a virgin. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So now I've re- I wrote this about ten minutes ago. Okay. So, so it's going to be it's going to be uh, interesting. Yeah. So this is this is Jesse's <laughs> like a like like a virgin. <laughs> do you know what? I don't think I should do it. Yeah. I've read the lyrics back and I, <laughs> I'm not sure it's. You can do it. Oh, fine. Some we'll... boys like Savaloys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, yeah. <laughs> yeah, what do you think? Uh, let's go for it. Sort of. Okay. Some boys like Savaloys. <laughs> Some girls like battered cod Some people want everything on the menu I hope it's clear this is a metaphor Not an advert for a fish and chip store And who doesn't love a bit of innuendo Here we go Yeah, well, you know, yeah. give me a project, I'll do it. Yeah. I should just say that, you know, although I was singing about Winkles there for cheap laughs, it's important to remember that all the key line there is that we are all just people in different skins. Mm-hmm. Love and, and respect just, to everyone. Yeah, just treat everybody, it, it's all about equality, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Just treat everybody the same. This is the same thing with the Black Lives Matter thing, all is... We are all just people. We didn't choose how we were born. What we didn't choose we where we were out. born, how we came out, who we fall in love with, who we are sexually drawn to, how we identify. Mm. It could, you know, everyone's just someone's son, someone's daughter. Treat everybody with the same love and respect. Okay. There you have it. Um, so thank you for listening to the Feld Rockstar Club podcast, the Bound Rivalries episode. Um, you can find us on all of the socials. Best days vintage. Um, 
and you can tell us which ones of your bands were the favourites. Uh, don't know really what else to talk about. I think you've covered it. I have. See you later. Well, yeah, yeah thanks for listening. We love you, bye! The Nose.